Hi, I'm John Gonzalez from MLive.com and Michigan's Best. And I'm Amy Sherman. Today we'll take you to four different restaurants around Michigan to celebrate Black History Month. Take two friends who met in college, put them on the east side of Detroit, sprinkle in a pandemic, add a few igloos, and look at it all through the lens of community engagement. And you have the totally unique dining experience that is East Eats. While wanting to give diners an amazing experience, the driving goal behind East Eats was bringing something special to this neighborhood and community. What's beautiful about the space is that it was purchased through the Side Lot program. So at some point many years ago, a house stood here. But then as we know, Detroit has gone through many changes. And so now there's an abundance of land that we have here to do many things with. This isn't on a restaurant row. This isn't in a strip mall. But that's what makes it unique. A time where we need more community than ever. And it's not always affordable to go downtown to do that. We can have those in our backyard and we can create create economic empowerment like right where we stand. The entire concept of East Eats is based on the igloos. But you see the dome structures show up in many different cultures. But I think that to this specific neighborhood and to the cultures that exist here, particularly in Black History Month, I think it's important for people of color to see the similarity between these geodesic domes and even structures that exist in Africa. What does it look like for those people to build businesses in their very own neighborhoods with structures that are inherently relevant to who they are? The partner's company, Tiny Dine, leases kitchen space from nearby catering company Lone Star Catering, which is located just one mile up the street. The culinary team cooks all the food here and then packages it in individual portions and packs the dishes in insulated carry packs. Food is delivered directly to your dome. It's in a hot bag so you can unpack it yourself. It kind of has a picnic feel to it, so I think that's what people enjoy. One of our major goals was to bring the Eastern Hemisphere to the east side of Detroit. We use a rotating seasonal menu that travels through different countries or different regions in the Eastern Hemisphere. It was really important to us because we recognize that though our passport may not be getting us many places right now, we actually can visit other places in the world besides the smells and the sounds of their food. East Eats is an incredible metropolitan dining experience tucked away in a little-known neighborhood in Detroit. As a Howard University graduate, I think like Black history is me. There are a lot of things that have occurred and a lot of work that has paved the way for us to be here right now, despite the fact that there is much more improvement to our condition, but that we also have a role to play to kind of ensure that Black history is not stopping with us and helping to develop a more robust Black future. After 28 years of working in Detroit, hometown kid and former wrestling state champion Geno Allen returned to Thompsonville. He saw an opportunity to purchase the local bar. He was going to call it the Thompsonville Bar or something like that, he recalls, until a friend convinced him to go all in. It has to be Geno's. This is a lively little spot offering small town atmosphere with a stone fireplace, wild animals mounted on the walls, and great food. Pizza, burgers, and roasted chicken are all popular on the menu. But guests love Thursday nights when it's rib night. Plus, it's a sports bar, so there's lots of TVs where you can catch your favorite Michigan sports team. If there's a lot of snow, Gino said the winters will attract hundreds of snowmobilers on the weekend who stop in from the nearby trail. He's also not far from Crystal Mountain. According to Gino, this is a warm, welcoming kind of place with a small town feel. It has a cheers-like kind of atmosphere. Here's our Michigan's best pro tip. He also has dollar pints of PBR always on draft. Now let's head to Grand Rapids where the husband and wife team of Corey and Tara Davis have been pursuing their dream of making great barbecue for more than 10 years. Today, Corey and Tara operate Daddy Pete's Barbecue out of a popular food truck as well as a dine-in location on the corner of 28th Street and Eastern Avenue in Grand Rapids. It's here they make delicious smoked meats cooked low and slow, southern style with fruit wood of apple and peach. 
that leaves the brisket smoky sweet and the wings just right. Daddy Pete's got started out of a passion for barbecue and just trying to relax. And it was a perfect combination between Corey's gift for barbecuing and my desire for entertaining. Daddy Pete's also just added a healthier side of the menu, which has been a big hit with customers. We do our best to stay committed to family, stay committed to the process and to what we provide to our customers. Speaking of healthy, there's a special spot in Detroit that features Afro-Caribbean-inspired cuisine you won't find anywhere else. African-raised, Detroit-made is Chef Godwin Ihantuki's motto. His dad is Nigerian and his mom is African-American, and the menu at his restaurant, Yum Village, reflects his diverse background. Yum is located in the New Center neighborhood in Detroit. The restaurant opened in 2019. The African-inspired menu includes five different kinds of rice and dishes like tender jerk oxtails, guava tahini chicken, curry chickpeas, and sweet and spicy plantains. Every single dish is well-spiced, interesting, and super fresh. The restaurant is a gathering place for the community, holding special events like group drumming lessons and guest DJs. It's a must-stop when visiting Detroit, so you can taste exactly what Ian Tuki means when he says African Rays, Detroit made. And there you go, four great restaurants from across Michigan. These restaurants are certainly some of Michigan's best.